All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to another episode of We Create Music TV. I, of course, am your host, B. Vaughn. And man, today we got an amazing guest with us today. We have multi-platinum music producer and sound, sound designer, Lone Star Music. Y'all give it up for my guy. Man, welcome, welcome, brother. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all having me through, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. I'm glad to to have you on the show finally. Like, yes, sir. Thank you. Thank yes, you. Thank indeed, you. Man. man, so let's just jump right into it, brother. You know, for those who are watching, those who are going to be watching, you know, later on, just kind of just talk to us about your musical journey. How'd you get started? Man, um, it's really been like a lifelong journey, bro. Um, I started... Probably, uh, I started out rhyming, you know what I'm saying? Um, back in probably like the end of, probably probably junior high, you know what I'm saying? So from junior high, just, you know, loving writing and, and rapping, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's the beginning, that's the genesis of it, you know? Okay, so you started out pretty much as a, as an artist before you- Started out, yes indeed. Yeah, man. So how did you go from being an artist to now being a, a producer? I mean, unless you're still, you know, performing your artistry. Uh, I mean, I do a little bit of both. Uh, but uh, so going into production, it was a little later in my career. Uh, uh, probably. Well, at that point, I was like 19. Hmm. Um, you know, when I when I delve 19, 20, when I delve into production and um but I always like had a, a, a passion or interest for it, you know what I'm saying? Just loving beats, you know, coming up as a kid, man. And uh, mm -hmm. I think one of my first, <laughs> one of my first uh, CDs that I bought was uh, uh, two. One of the first CDs I bought, bought two CDs, man. It was Juvenile 400 Degrees. Hey. <laughs> and it was a, uh, it was a uh, Dr. Dre's uh, Chronic 2001. I thought it was the album, but it was actually the instrumentals. Mm -hmm. Man, so like I'm getting both, you know what I'm saying, the best of both worlds. This mm. classic album from Juvenile, and then sitting here dissecting and listening to 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 Dre beats, you know what I'm saying. So being at that age, I think at that time I was probably like 11, 12, you know what I'm saying, listening to that, and not even knowing that it was gonna be my future, you know what I'm saying. Uh, so like when I turned 20, I kind of always, you know what I'm saying, had a knack for it in terms of like you know the the particulars and sound selection. Was studying the greats, you know what I'm saying, and stuff like that. So it was just a natural transition uh, from being an artist into producing. Man, so so so, do you think that's important for for others to to kind of study the greats? You know, I don't know if most people today kind of listen to music from back in the day, right? So you had Juveniles. For, that was a, that was an amazing <laughs> album when when yeah. Juvie, when Juvie dropped that. Uh, yep. But I mean, do you think that's important for other artists to kind of go back and study and learn from the past so that they can be better in the future? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing new under the sun. You know what I'm saying? We're all just recycling or, you know, taking on the energy of what was and mm. putting our own spin on to it and making it something new. So for sure, mm. I, I definitely recommend studying. You know what I'm saying? It's the only way you know where you're going to in the future if you look in the past, you know what I'm saying, to see what it is. Yeah, I, you know, I, I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree that 
Because there's things that you can learn from music. I guess I would say back in my back in my day. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I grew up listening to to uh, you know N.W.A. I mean, like when N.W.A. came out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I remember. And, yeah. and now I, I'm where I am now. I still listen to music from back at that time because no thanks. The music back at that time kind of had. It had meaning and purpose for me. I mean, I rem- I ain't gonna try to say too much about you know the past the things <laughs> nah, that I used to do back in the day, but <laughs> yeah, man. But the, I'm saying music. The, the music back then got me through a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. And so I, I I do think it's important for artists today to kind of go back and and pay homage to the people who paved the way. And so, but man, you know, I've interviewed a lot of people, and that's kind of been the majority of their trajectory. A lot of them maybe started off as an artist and then they kind of dabbled into production. You know, so for you getting in production, was it because the availability of music wasn't around or you knew what your style was of music that you wanted to to kind of have and people weren't creating it? You know, so what kind of fueled that that energy for you to to say, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm going to be I'm, I need to do some production. Uh, man, just. Uh actually a cousin of mine bro uh you know being around my cousin because uh he was doing a lot of the beats for us while we was rhyming and his beats ah, okay was his beats was horrible fam <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it made me such a better it, it made me such a um yeah you know made me develop and, and get better with my lyrics you mm. know what i mean because it's like i had to shine on these trash beats to make somebody <laughs> be interested in listening right but yeah, man, just being around him, like he gave, uh, he actually gave me FL Studio 3.5. Mm. And I didn't take it serious until, you know what I'm saying, a whole, who Lord knows how many years later. I think I was 15 when I was messing around with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it came back around five years later when I was 20. But yeah, just being around my cousin KD. Okay. Yeah, man, it's funny you say the beats were <laughs> trash in the beginning. I mean, because when you, you know? think about it, like the first beats that we probably made as producers, they weren't the, you know, the dopest, firest beats that we could have ever made. And so, I mean, if I go back and listen to the right. first beats I've ever made, it's like, oh, man, these mugs is garbage. Like, who made this? Like, what was I thinking about when I made this? Yeah, you know man, the idea was there, but we just didn't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And look, you know what yeah. I find amazing is that sometimes if you actually go back now, because you've progressed so far in your career that when you go back now to listen to some of those, you can pick out certain elements and go, well, that wasn't that bad. If I take this right. and kind of tweak it and add maybe some different sounds to it, it probably could be really dope. But Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's why I tell people don't throw away stuff because you can mm-hmm. always go back and kind of recycle recycle yep, beats man. and all that stuff man yep it goes back to it goes back to pulling from the past and making something new you mm. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. pulling from the past and making something new i think because you spoke about that and one of the things that i've learned is that music is cyclical right so you know we music always goes through some type of cycle there's a book that i read a while ago called uh, the song machine I mean, I don't know if you mm. ever read that book, but man, that's a... I need to check it out. Dad, that's a great book. And they talk about... The book is all about creating a song writing powerhouse team, right? And it starts off with the guys over in um, Sweden. I think they were in Sweden. Wherever Max Martin is from, right? Mm-hmm. So 
him and his mentor. And they, so they talk about this whole thing in the song machine. But in there, they talk about how music is cyclical, that every, I'll say, 10 years or so around there, that music goes through this little cycle. And we find ourselves kind of back at, you know, the origination of where music is. And so I think, I think we're at a point now where it's getting back to the roots of where music started from. Like that sound, that real instrumentation, that real music is coming back. And the reason why I say right. that because, because I just heard that uh, Silk Sonic song, but uh, Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. Yeah, man. Man. That it takes you back to yeah. that to that time, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. so so let me ask you, right? As as a multi platinum producer, and we'll get into into all that, how that came about and stuff. What right. do you think of today's? I always ask people, what do you think of today's music, music, uh, and and kind of what do you think is either, you know, the pros and cons of it, right? I just want to get your your perspective on that. What are some of the pros and cons of today's music scene? Oh uh, man. Uh, it's progressed a lot, a, a lot, you know, in terms of uh, technology and where technology is taking it. Uh, it's making it to where it's just, you know, you got to think beyond um, the, the the plain old artistry that we knew or just, you know, a ways of being an artist that we knew coming up. Right. So that's that's a pro, you know what I'm saying? Forever expanding and not staying in a box, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's 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 good, you know what I'm saying? But of course, you know, you have the music that's being created uh, right now. It, it was, it, well, I ain't gonna say it, you know, it, it changed for the worst, because it's really about the same, you know mm. what I'm saying? It was back in the day, it was horrible music mm -hmm. back in the day, it was good music <laughs> back in the day too. So it's about the same, really nothing, nothing has changed mm -hmm. in terms of that, but the technology has made it better, I say that. So do you think with, with the modern technology that we have today that it kind of made it easier for people to step into this realm of being a producer or at least calling themselves a producer? Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Has, um, you know, and let me, it, it kind of leveled the playing field, too. You know what I'm saying? In terms of marketing and being mm. able to connect, connect with people. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? On a in a in a, in a, um, in a more genuine space, because you have stars being made literally from their phone, you know, from a device that's in their hand, bro, you know. And, that's right. Uh, so it's, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I, I I think we all have access to the same type of technology, mm -hmm. but our ability to use them effectively to get what we truly need out of it. I think that a lot of people don't take advantage of, of those types of things, right? I mean, we all got iPhones, but we mm -hmm. see that certain people can use their iPhones in ways that other people can't, or they're learning and grasping technologies in ways that others can't, and you kind of see them progressing. And, and, and I always go back to, the, to, to say, where do people learn how to do those types of things? Because outside of YouTube, before YouTube, I mean, we didn't have any, have any YouTube, right? And so right. record company, back in the day, record companies did all those things for you. And now people are having to do all those things themselves. Right, right, definitely. Yeah, yeah, so, so kind of talk about that. Talk about you yourself as a producer and 
you know, so, so let's so let's take a step back, a step a step back for a moment. How did I want? And I want to know. I think I know the story, but because I I think I heard S one talk about it. But how did you yeah. get involved with with S one, and and how did you start building the relationship with him uh, to kind of get, you know, kind of get to where you are today? So talk about how you know how that whole thing transpired with him. Well, man, it, it started just being out in the producer community in Dallas, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just building and connecting with all of the brothers in the city, man. Uh, I saw S out at many events, you know what I'm saying? He definitely used to judge a lot of beat battles that I would be in back in the day, you know, mm -hmm. with all of the people in the city of Dallas, man. So I think that was one of the things that connected us, you know what I mean? Just always seeing him out and, and showing respect Oh, you know what I'm saying? So, so, you know, but I mean, like, how did you now I've seen S1 at I mean, I don't have a connection with S1, I guess. I mean, we follow each other on Instagram and stuff. I've spoken to him a couple of times, taking a couple of pictures with him at ASCAP and some of the iStandard events, you know, like, but how did that take place? Did he kind of reach out to you? Did you kind of reach out to him? Oh, yeah, know, did, for sure. Yeah. Um, so it happened. It actually happened at an iStandard event. Uh, wow, we was we was out, man. I think it was the night. Uh, shoot, I want to say it was 20, 2017, 20, 2017, Yeah, uh, that was honoring DLC that night, and um, and SA came to me, man. Um, cause he, of course, like I said, he saw me out doing battles and, you know, just kind of building my brand, man. And um, and he took he took notice of that, man. And so he was like, he was watching me for a few months. You know what I'm saying? And just seeing how I conducted and how I carried myself. But um, it was that night, you know what I'm saying, when he had came up to me and was like, hey, man, uh, we got to get some work in, bro. And mm. I was like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm definitely with it, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm I'm definitely not the type of guy, like, I stay to myself, bro. I don't, you know, mm. if I see something, mm -hmm. I'll say, I'll salute him and then keep it moving, you know, because I don't want to be that guy that just bug people, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm -hmm. but, uh, but when he when he um uh, hold on. But uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Are you good? Okay. Yeah, uh -huh. we can hear you. So so when he um when he saw me, he was like, "Yeah, man, we gotta work and, and get some you know get some work in." I was like, "All right, cool, bet." Uh, but I didn't take it serious at first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was I was kind of just like in shock. I thought he was just you know what I'm saying he was mm. just saying it. Mm -hmm. but it wasn't it's not that type of thing he reached out to me his wife reached out to me actually mm -hmm. and uh she was like hey bro you know here's the email you know send a couple ideas through and i sent a couple ideas through and then uh, after sending those ideas i just started consistently sending ideas through mm -hmm. and then it, it came a time to where he was like yeah man you got to come through the come through the crib and let's uh let's collaborate on some things and that was that's what that's what started. It started in twenty seventeen. Okay, man. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good look. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I love I love the fact that that hold you on, have. A, hold on, one second. I'm sorry. No, no, you good. <laughs> My bad, y'all. Oh, look, I know how it is. Look, I yeah. look. I, yep. <laughs> Uh, now, what I was saying is it's, it's a good look that you have uh, a community, and I'm going to ask you about this in a moment, of, of people that you're with, that you can work with, uh, and you have a, a, a person like S1 who's there, a genuine, genuine person like S1 
who is For there sure. kind of connecting people together uh, and kind of being like a, a leader and a for. Uh, a forerunner for for the city of Dallas and a lot of other people who are coming up um, because people have been watching Dallas. If people don't know, if people don't know, for those of you who are watching, going to be watching in the future, Dallas is, man, I don't even know how to describe the talent and the, and the scene that's going on in Dallas and the explosiveness of just the community that you guys have there. So, so kind of talk about that. Talk about that music scene in Dallas. What is that like? And, and how, do, how do you guys really just kind of come together and connect and kind of build with one another? I think that's a man. Yeah, man, it's, it's all brotherhood. It's no egos, bro. Like we all been knowing each other for, man, Lord knows how long, you know what I'm saying? So we all came up through the ranks, man. And cheering each other on while you know, whenever one person had they run, man, we cheered each other on, bro, and saluted them in respect. So it's always been that love. So it, it you know, it just happened naturally, man. I, I say it really became really, really close in about uh it, it came really, really close about uh 2013. And that's when the that's when the beat battling, you know what I'm saying, circuit or, or beat battling for the city of Dallas. Mm -hmm. But it's always been a thing. But it became like a really big thing when everybody in our peer group was doing mm. it together and mm. forcing it, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and uh, you know, creating from that that space of unity, man, it, it was just a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? It was mm -hmm. just a beautiful thing. Yeah, man, because you because you got guys out there like yourself, of course, you got sick with it. That's out there. Sick you got it. like like I'm gonna name all the people that, you know, that's that's out there. In, <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like, like, but y'all got some crazy talent out there between between mm -hmm. yourself, Sick With It, The Kraken, Fred Bruno. Oh my gosh, there's so many people that I could name. This like Iggy, October 1st. You October know what I'm 1st, Brown Royal. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. S1, and then you got oh my gosh, it's just his son. His son, Vaughn yeah. Beats. Like y'all just yeah. got so many talented people out there. But the community it's not just the talent, it's the community that oh, i yeah. see that is different from the other places that i've been to and people that i know in different cities you have a a a, a true camaraderie with one another it's not anything that's from my perspective what i've seen and the people that i've talked to because uh, you know i've gone to a whole lot of i standard beats that's kind of how i met everybody you know through hatch and through uh through sis and like I've seen y'all at a lot of these events and I've seen the, the genuineness that it has in all of you. Uh, and a lot of cities don't have that. Oh, like, a lot of cities don't have that, you know? So yeah, like I've been, I've lived in a few of them, right? But the camaraderie, I mean, literally I've lived in a city where it's like a bunch of people knew each other. They grew up together. They made music together. And they mm -hmm. were like, yeah, man, we, we, we hardly ever talk to each other. And it's like, what? wait a minute, how's that even possible? Right. Like, how's that? How is that possible? Y'all do music together, the same type, and y'all rarely communicate with one another or hang out with one another. It's, it's crazy, bro. It's so but crazy if you look at, me. if you look at hip hop history, bro, and, and and really how it all panned out, a lot of people was really just like working with their peers, or or mm -hmm. just had not too many degrees of separation from each other. Like, you think about it, like you know. Big Daddy Kane 
and Jay-Z and, and uh, Rakim is not that far apart from each other. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay, uh, uh, LL Cool J, they're not that far from each other in terms of age range, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and they all worked. I mean, they, they didn't, some of them worked together, but then again, you had some of them just, just like working in the mm-hmm. mix around each other, bro. So and like all of that, all of that, you know what I'm saying, is what inspired them to grow and be great about seeing their peers and everybody that's around them, you know, mm-hmm. you know, grow into whoever they're gonna become, right? But the the thing is, you know what I'm saying, like the people who are all in the city are all tied in in some way, form, or fashion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Family and outcasts, you know what I'm saying? Like all of these people came up amongst each other, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. You know, so so in that same vein, what do you think what do you think it takes in order to reach that type of community? I mean, what do you what do you think it takes? So it's two part question. So what do you think it takes to meet that type to to get that type of community? And how do producers such as yourself work with other producers in a collaborative in a collaborative way? So I guess two part question. I mean, it's really just 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 organic, just building organic relationships, bro, and and you know, removing removing the egos, man. Like it's everybody's man. I know for Dallas, you had no choice <laughs> but to remove your ego. <laughs> Everybody yep. goes so hard, bro. Everybody's dope, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, ain't no room for that, you know what I'm saying? You can't do nothing but just respect the dudes and the, and the talent that they have, mm-hmm. and then. You know, like I say, just build on that organic relationship and, and work, you know what I'm saying, uh, whenever the time permits, you know what I'm saying? So, mm. Yeah, you know, uh, in the conversation of music production that I did, uh, I had Focus on there, I had Willpower on there, and I had uh, another mm-hmm. good friend of mine, Lionel Cohen, and they talked about that. They talked about, like, the first thing is that ego got to go. Like, the ego go, has, to, has to go. And you know what's really weird? This is, I find, that's why I said what I said about S1, that he's a very genuine individual. He has tons of accolades, right? Tons. But he's a very humble, genuine, friendly, charismatic person. Yeah. And I find that people who have reached certain levels are very humble. And people who haven't reached certain levels are very haughty. (laughs) <laughs> and not so humble. And I just always yep. find it very interesting that you, you think it would be reverse. You know, I've reached this level. I work with this caliber of, of people. And, and who are you? Like, get away from me. I'm, don't you right. know who I am? But I don't find it that way. I find that people who reach a certain level are eager and hungry to meet others. They are willing to give their time. They are willing to kind of uh, teach back. And yep. yeah. That, I mean, that, and that's why I said what I said about S1, because I, I've known him to be that. Now, I, I've met him several times. We've never really had, you know, real giant conversation like that. But th- I, I just picked that up from him. And oh, yeah. I, I picked that up from people that he surrounds himself with, such as yourself. Like I said, I've been watching your journey on, on Instagram. And it's been an amazing, amazing journey. People don't know. Go back and look at, at his journey. It's it's remarkable, and man, I salute you just for, just for what you've been doing and, and the hustle, hustle that you've been putting in. But uh, and that's, yeah, in that same vein, man, I I got a question for you because I want to go back to something that you said, which was, you know, you built your brand, and you know, 
they, they started to take notice and they started to ask you, okay, can you send us some stuff? So in what ways did you build your brand in order to be able to, uh, to, in order to make that happen? You know, what were some of those key things that you did to say, like, boom, here's who I am. Right. Um, I mean, like I say, definitely the beat battling, man, uh, getting out and networking with people and showing up to those events. Uh, Cause normally I don't even come out the house, bro. I'm <laughs> such an introvert. I think all producers are introverts, right? But yeah, I, I don't even come out the house half of the time. But going out, you know what I'm saying? Going out and getting in those beat battles and showing the, um, you know, showing what I what I have talent wise. And then on top of that, um, uh, when I delve into selling beats online. And selling uh, drum kits and stuff like that, going into sound design and, and just really just moving from an authentic space, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's really what just got me recognized. But those are the things that definitely is what helped me out, you know, building the online store, all this stuff, posting mm. and showing my consistency in sound. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That was one of the things that S definitely let me know. He was like, man, everything that you send me or everything that I've heard from you has been real consistent bro like yeah that's what's up man because i don't think a lot of people realize i mean we hear it all the time consistency 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 but what does it really mean to be like to be consistent you know is it i'm you know i'm making beats and sending beats out every day is it you know do i post certain things at a certain time every week you know and i guess you have to define kind of what that consistency is for right for each person and what and what they're doing, but I think the lesson of what you're talking about is there has to be some level of consistency. You can't be, you know, the person who just does it once and then three months later you do it again. And you know what I'm saying? Like, so you you have to be consistent in what you're presenting as far as your brand. And yeah, a lot of producers are introverts. I'm not one. Yep. I, I'm not one. <laughs> I am. I am probably the most extroverted producer that. Man. but that's yeah. just in my nature like i'm just a i'm just an extroverted person i love meeting yeah. people and i love talking to people i love going to events so i'll be glad when man we can actually get back to seeing people right. in public and going to real events and i, I, I miss that i miss that human connection yep. with, with others but um i think building your brand is, is important and i think when other people take notice is you know i i got this i got this i haven't played it yet but People know what this is. That's that's the gym, the gym sound. When we yeah. start dropping gems, they gotta they gotta really listen in because. Word. Uh, yeah, I mean, but it, it it does take that. It takes building effective relationships, but sustainable mm-hmm. relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta be sustainable. It can't just be that relationship where it's very transactional. I get this yep. from you. I give this to you. You get this from me, and then that's the extent of our relationship. Yep. I, I think in this music industry, in order to be a survivor or somebody who's going to go to that, whatever that level may be, you need others to do it. You got to have a team got, of people to yeah. do it. Got to have people to do it. Got to have people to do it. So, man, so let me ask you, what do you think it takes for someone to be successful in this music industry? That's it right there, man. That's it right there, bro. That's what mm. changed my life. Those relationships. You know what I'm saying? Meeting S is definitely what, you know took me to the next level in mm. my career, bro. As much as a, you know, an introvert I am and I'd rather stay in the house, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, even though it, it worked to my advantage, 
you know, doing what I did um, and got me in rooms with, with really incredible people. Um, those relationships, you got to, you know, that's the only way you're going to get to your blessing man, is through, mm. um, through people. Not necessarily the people being the blessing to you, but you get your blessings through people. And that's uh I think that's in a in this book I, I got called the abundance uh, mm. book, you know what I'm saying, where I talk about that, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's no way. It's all it's all through relationships, man. Yeah. That's key. I, that's key. I don't think people really consider that because you know, you get a lot of impersonal things taking place, right? A lot of impersonal transactional things. And I mean, I'll be honest, I, I get stuff in my DM and I'm, I just delete it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because it's, it's just so impersonal. It's just, it's just so, you know, check out this new song. Yeah. I may be willing to actually check out that new song, but it's just, it seems like it's, it's, it's so much it's just spam. And I don't think people really yeah. take the time to cultivate those relationships because we live in this very fast paced society. And yeah, so man. I, I believe that people just really want to kind of just, here it is, boom, let me move on to the next person. Maybe that's who can give me my shot. And not really yeah. knowing that the person that they're speaking with may be the person that can yeah. kind of lead them to their blessing. And so, Big facts, man. Big yeah. Facts. Yeah. So, so for you, man, building those relationships has put you in rooms with people and it has mm-hmm. got you some incredible placements. Indeed. Some incredible places, yes, man. Yeah. So talk about how those... How that how those placements came about with Eminem, with Reason from TDE, with man, there's a whole list of people. Yeah, man. Uh, like I say, it's all all those relationships. Of course, S1. Uh, you know him working. You know him having a previous history of working with Eminem. Um, you know it was just crazy how everything aligned when I started working with him, mm-hmm. and that was the person who was looking for music. You know what I'm saying, which afforded the opportunity. You know what I'm saying for me to even be, you know, present for that situation. To mm-hmm. go. You know what I'm saying. I, I can't even. It was God, <laughs> like God alone. Hey. You know hey. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So the first time, um, it's crazy because those were one of the first two beats that I sent. Is you know what I mean? Two placements that I got back to back, man. Um, it was a beat called Sun Up, and then there was another one I, I had called Zach Morris. Sun Up was the one that M got, you know what I mean? And Zach Morris was the one that Lil Xan had got. But actually, both of those ideas I had intended, you know what I'm saying? Or I had in mind, okay, these are beats that I'm going to send for Lil Xan, right? So in December, uh, Larry had hit me, or S had hit me and told me, well, you know, Lil Xan got this joint. Had the government. <laughs> yeah, man. This he said Lil Xan got this joint and he's gonna mm-hmm. rock this one. So I was like, great, man, this is crazy. And mind you, you know what I'm saying? Um to go back during that time in December, that was right around the time when it was December 2017. So that was right around the time when Eminem had dropped uh Revival. Mm-hmm. And so months later, you know what I'm saying? Like right when the, the Lil Xan record had came out, because it came out like April of 2018, that following month, or actually at the end of that month, uh, at the end of April, S had sent me a text. Um, 
I don't know why I keep doing it. <laughs> um, S had sent me a text mm-hmm. uh, from uh, Tracy over at Shady, and it said, "Hey, do you have the the stems for this beat?" And he was like, "Yeah, I got the stems for this beat, and it was the Sun Up beat." I was like, "Wow, he picked ah. this beat." You know what I'm saying? And what is he doing still rapping right now? Didn't he just drop revival? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was mm-hmm. like, he, like him never stopped working. He never stopped revival. He never stopped working out the revival. So I had to keep my mouth shut the whole mm. time. April of 2018, I knew. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't mm-hmm. know. But then again, I was so tunnel, like I was so focused in tunnel vision on really just growing because I'm, I'm, you know. I'm afforded this opportunity to live out my dreams and actually be a professional producer. And even like when when Larry would or when S would send me uh when S would send me like text messages where it's like when he would send me text messages where it's like, man, we got this, we got that, we got all this, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like I see it, but then it, it didn't hit me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you know, like I say, in May of 2018, that's when I knew, like, oh, man, this could possibly be something. So, yeah. you know, it was just so much going on in 2018 all the way mm. up until, until, like, August. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, and August was a very powerful month for me. And I did, like, a three-day a three day fast at the beginning of that month. Mm. And then uh, not even knowing at the end of the month Eminem finna drop this album. So I did a three-day fast at the beginning of the month, and then like any ideas that Essa sent me, like I would knock them out immediately and send them. Right, like, you right. Know, just moving at a rapid pace. You mm. know what I'm saying? Not even knowing I'm moving with the energy of what's to come. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, it it came, and I was like, wow. You know, so I think I cried the day it came out because I was like, wow, man. You know what I'm saying? He called me. He was like, man, mm. congratulations, bro. I was big boo hooing on the phone. You can ask him and his wife. You know? <laughs> You're like, oh my god, we did it. Yeah, no, for real, bro. Yeah, I, I, I feel you. Yeah, I'm waiting. Look, I'm still waiting for that day. I'm probably crying. Like, right. I mean, I, I've worked. I mean, I've worked with independent artists and you know artists who are not known and coming up, and some artists who are, are known in their city and they're big in their city. But to have a major placement like that, yeah, I haven't gotten that yet. And so mm-hmm. me, me, me and my partners, we kind of working on that. You know what I'm saying? We about to really grind hard to kind of make that, to make that happen. But I'm, I'm probably going to boohoo. I'm probably going to boohoo. See, one of my partners has already done it. He's already, he's already produced for a big name person. But yeah, me, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm probably, crying. Hey, I'm, bro, I'm probably crying, fall out. Bro, trust it, it, it'll, it'll come, bro. Once it do, bro, hey, big tears, bro. Let them, let them roll, bro. Let them That's right. roll. Let them come on out, bro. You know what's, but what's so, what's so awesome about that? And you hear the stories about it, is that it takes one. Is that true? It just yeah. takes one. Yeah, it, it literally takes one. You know what I'm saying? It literally mm. takes one, bro. That's that's literally all it takes. And um, yeah, man, I, it 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 changed my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, like wow, bro. Like, I really got a record with somebody who I used to listen to as a child. Right. You know what I mean? Not even knowing that, you know what I'm saying? Like, wow, this this is going to, you know, I'm going to work with this guy sometime in the mm-hmm. future. It takes one, bro. It takes one for you to, like, you can believe, you know what I'm saying, really. 
And as long as you have that belief and then you finally get that one, it's like, you know, mind blown. You know what mm. I'm saying? Yeah, I can't wait. But man, salute to you, brother. That That's what the hard work pays off. And then you get right. to see the fruit. You get to see the fruits of your labor and the time, the energy, the sleepless nights and, you know, being up while your family sleep and putting in that hard work. And now you're yeah. able to reap, you know, benefits from it. So that's, man, kudos to you for that, brother. So, man, so let God me ask willing. you. Then I'll go ahead. No, no, no. You say what you're going to say. I'm about to say, God, God willing, man, I get a, a number one single, man. <laughs> bro, that would be, man, that'll be awesome, bro. That, but it, but but it'll it'll come, it'll come yeah, because sure. because you're already in that space, and it's it'll come to have that number one single, man. That'll be dope. That'll be dope, brother. I ain't no prophet, but that'll be dope. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be dope, man. So talk about your because I see you do uh, videos on YouTube, right? And you're showing your 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 creation process and things like that. So kind of just talk about your philosophy behind how you create music. Man, it's, it's more of a feeling, you know what I'm saying? I'm really big on feeling, bro, you know what I'm saying? And I don't necessarily try to, like, you know, one thing I tried, somebody uh, hit me up earlier and was talking about they appreciate that, you know, everything I've been doing on my live. And even to know that, like, even when I'm creating these ideas, sometimes I'll stop myself. Um, so, like, it's, you don't necessarily have to finish the ideas neither. But as long as you get it started, you know, to where it sounds good enough to where when you get in the room with, you know, whatever artist, you can play that idea. You can always build it up in the post. So now it's just more or less about, you know, getting, you know, getting the idea started and rolling and, and to inspire somebody to write something too, you know. Mm -hmm. so that's one of the things, you know. Yeah. Having feeling behind it, because I find sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh, this ain't working the way I wanted to, man. Forget it. Yeah, I want to make this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can get yeah, super frustrated. Yeah, I try frustrated. not to be technical. I try not to be technical, mm. bro. Because that's when mm. you trip up, bro. When you overthink it and, and overanalyze it, 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 it just, it don't, you know, it don't hit mm -hmm. you know, like it should, bro. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's the thing too. You know, from from an honesty, transparency perspective. I think sometimes when you sit down to make a to make a song, it should just come to you, and you should already have all the pieces, and you should be you should be good. Because the reason why I, I sometimes get that in my head, I don't know why, but it's because of the society that we live in today. You hear about like, I made ten beats today, and it's like yeah. <laughs> I made a drum loop today. That was all I did because well, yeah. I just put down the the keys today. And that was but you made ten today. Yeah. And you know, sometimes it kinda of make you feel bad, but sometimes yeah. taking yeah. your time with it is is what's truly what's truly needed. You know, that yeah. whole you know, the whole debate people have quality versus quantity and should you make ten beats in a day and you know. But I've I've actually sat and watched, you know, some of your videos even before we I even wanted to have you as a guest on the show. And just started oh. seeing some of the, 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 the techniques that you use and how you really sit and make music and, and you know, think about those ideas and concepts <clears throat> and the instrument and the instrumentation that you use. Because I do find sometimes that I get too technical. Like I was making something before I, this interview and I just didn't like this one clap. And I was going through like a million claps just to find <laughs> just to find that one, right one. I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, you know what? Option save. Let me go do something else. Yeah, man. It, yeah, bro. It's it's a process, bro. But it's mm -hmm. you know, 
I try. It, it took a lot of learning to get to that point, bro. And even watching mm. this, you know what I'm saying? Because one thing is to say, man, if it's you know if it's not resonating with you, so it's okay to move on to another idea, man. Mm. So you know that's one. Of, that's definitely one of the things that I picked up from him, uh, being in sessions and watching and learning, uh, and as well as other people. The my homie Cal mm-hmm. Banks, he definitely, um, you know, what I'm saying he definitely one of the type of people where his things. He ain't spending too much time on making no beat. You know, he gonna get out. Mm. You know, whatever mm-hmm. idea he can get out, and if the artist res- if it connects with the artist, then it connects with the artist. But he's not forcing it at all. Yeah, yeah, and I think those are, that's where you run into issues is where you're trying to force the music, and you should just let the music just breathe. And yeah, yeah. man. So for you, right? We've been talking a lot about the different things, but I do want to ask you for yourself: What have been some of your biggest challenges and what did you learn from some of those or what did you do what did you do to overcome some of those challenges mm. i say uh, some of my biggest challenges is self-sabotage um like you know even in the process of, of uh you know getting in these rooms and being around a lot of this great talent um it, it became a thing where uh, sometimes i didn't feel worthy to be in those rooms you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I had this imposter syndrome or, you know, it's like somebody's going to figure me out. Or, you know what I'm saying? The jig is up type mm-hmm. stuff, right? But, uh, you know, you know that was definitely a challenge that I'm, I'm still uh, working through, you know what I'm saying, to this day. Mm-hmm. Feeling worthy and, and, and you know, uh, you know, being present while I'm, while I'm in those spaces with those people and, and, and learning to get out of my mind so that I don't, you know, um, you know, make it to where, you know, I don't progress forward. You know, that self sabotage mm. is a thing, bro, where it can it can really it can really hinder your career from mm. growing it should be if your mindset is not in the right space. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, excuse me for that, but yeah, man, yeah. that's powerful because I don't think a lot of people think about how they may be self sabotaging themselves. You know, mm-hmm. and it could be with with negative thoughts that they have. It could be the mindset that they have. It could be how they approach certain situations. But self sabotage. You know, it's it's. I don't want to say it's funny to hear. It is. It's funny to hear you say, but not in a in a, a laughter type of way, like haha. Yeah. But like, I think a lot of people face that self sabotage, yeah. feeling feeling like they are worthy enough to kind of be in this position or in these rooms with. Oh, yeah. people you find yourself in these rooms with you know yeah. and the music you gotta let you gotta let your music speak for itself you know yes. at least that's personally for me you know because you, you you said that one of the things that you did for your brand was that you was consistent and you built this relationship with s1 well what if your music was trash you know what i'm saying and you were trying to build this relationship with, with s1 and it's like <laughs> you know you're a cool dude but that music though is like eh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. like 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 you got to be dope and you got to be an amazing person and your music has to also be top tier type caliber, you know yeah. music yeah got to be caliber music you know and I think those go hand in hand uh, but man yeah I, I think that's something that everybody faces is that am I worthy enough am I good enough yeah. am I good enough to to be in this space I see all these up now I'll tell you Honestly, there's people out there that I know way better producers than I am. Mm-hmm. Kill it. Like, I don't know how to play a single, I don't know how to play keys. 
right? That's, Me people neither, know that. man. People know that. If they watch the show, they'll be like, yeah, B-Von don't know how to play keys because he'll yeah. tell you. Yeah. Right? But but they got programs that'll play chords for me, though. Yeah, bro. Thank God. Thank God for that. You know what I'm saying? I love Unison pack. Unison. Hey, that you. Hey, that Unison <laughs> mini pack, though. Hey. I like the scaler. Like that scaler, too. But, uh, yep, yep. yep. Don't get it twisted. Like, I'll use, I'll press a button and get a whole, you know, seventh diminished chord out of that. Like, <laughs> nah, for real, bro. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But I mean, I know there's guys out there super talented, super crazy talented, but there's a piece missing that they don't have that takes them to that, that next level. Or there's a relationship that they don't have that takes them to yeah. the next level. And I think if people have the ability to kind of recognize what that is and kind of work on that, that will put them in, in that, that position. And then maybe they'll have a different mindset to say, I am good enough to be in this role. I am good enough to be where I am. Yeah, man, I, I think I think oh, that's yeah. a, I think that's incredible. I think that's incredible. And that's, that, yeah. yeah, that's that's definitely like man, feeding your feeding yourself uh, mm -hmm. positive, you know, things, bro. Making sure you watch what you, you know, lim uh, put a limit on what you watch in terms of negative stuff, man. Mm -hmm. Or you know what I'm saying speaking negatively to yourself, bro. You got to be nice to yourself. Be kind to yourself, bro, and, and speak life over yourself, man. And that'll 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 be what help you get through. Uh, in these situations to where, you know, when, when you're fighting with yourself in terms mm -hmm. of what you, uh, at those moments, you know what I'm saying? You won't be overcome by those negative feelings or thoughts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Man. Look, you know, I ain't even press this button yet, but, but people need to know. <laughs> we, we've been dropping these this entire time, and I've been so focused on dropping gems with, with Lone Star Music that... Let me, just give you the gem. Let me just give you the gems, the gem sounds, because we just been dropping gems this entire time. But, Amen. but man, so let me ask you. So, what advice would you give anybody trying to get into this whole music industry? Mm. Um. Uh, one thing I learned from the homie, uh, really everybody, but more or less from the homie Cal Banks. Man, relationships are worth more than the money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the people that you connect with and, um, you know, build with uh, in the long run, those are the people that you're going to grow and have healthy careers with, man. So just respecting that. It's not all. It's not always about a check. Um, but, you know, if you, if you if you connected with the right people and you, and you stand good with the right people, you, you're going to be taken care of in the long run. Yeah, I, I think, man, Hey, relationships is is the key to to everything because we are we work with people and through people like yeah. oh my goodness like people need to understand that it's it's it is about relationships and if you can sustain those effective relationships over time man it's good and it, yeah it, it, may, it may not pop off in the very beginning Mm -mm. But if you sustain and keep it up, it's, it's gonna you you are gonna reap some reward from it. it, it it's just the natural progression of how things play out is that you're gonna reap some type of reward from it. Whether it, whether it's whether it's having a good friendship for a long time with somebody that's an amazing person, which may never equate to music. 
Yeah. You know, but I guess the person has to decide what they really want out of that situation. But man, it's the world is so transactional. Music industry is so this music industry is so transactional. It's I think people are just in it just to try to get what they can get out of it. And I don't think a lot of I can't say a lot of people don't care about the relationships, but most people that I see don't really care about the relationship. They're all about, oh yeah, you know, it's, give you me, know, give the me the money. You're just trying to get, you know, mm-hmm. get to whatever level that they're trying to get to, man. And it's it's it's, it's, right. it's sad. It's sad, man. But mm-hmm. you know, that don't mean they ain't gonna get as far as you know. They <laughs> they, they go far too. They go far you know too. That's one thing. That's one thing I had to learn, man. Mm-hmm. You know, even though. Um, everybody don't move a certain way. That doesn't dictate the trajectory of their career. They can grow and, and you know, be the biggest yep. thing on earth, man. Yeah. You know, now, so. I mean, I want to deal with you as a person. Like, yeah, we ain't no, hanging out. Not, but, we ain't hanging yeah. out, you know what I'm saying? Playing Call of Duty or nothing like that, but yeah, you, man, you can still progress. Success has no picks and chooses, man. It success sure has don't. no picks and chooses, but it's even sweeter when you're mm. operating from a, a, a good space, bro. Mm-hmm. That's right. Man, so what's next for Lone Star Music? What's next for you, brother? Man, I can't call it, man. I'm 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 really just uh just waking up, man. I'm thankful. And it's it's crazy because I literally just survived a crazy car accident Sunday on my birthday, man. Bro, I know. So <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know, me and my cousin, man, it, it was a um, a wild experience, I mean, I'm, I'm just thankful and grateful to be alive, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, you know, I don't know what the future holds because I definitely couldn't have called that. You know right. what I'm saying? I, I, ain't, right. I ain't see that coming, you know what I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. uh, man, whatever God got in store for me, man, I'm open and I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, and willing to receive anything that he has in store for me. So I can't call it. I'm just waking up every day and making sure that I show up and do, you know, and sow the seeds that I can, you know, sow and keep moving. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's what's up. I saw the, when you went, I think you did a, a, a IG live uh, of the, or story. And I saw that car I was like, oh man. Yeah. I was like, oh it was my crazy. goodness. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh, it was crazy, crazy, man. Like the first, it's the wild part about it. Like, before it actually happened, a friend of mine had texted me, 35 and alive. And those were the words mm. that came out of my mouth as the accident happened. You know what I'm saying? Like 35 wow. and alive. So I literally spoke life, you know what I'm saying, in that moment. Wow. And fam, I, I didn't even have on no seatbelt, fam. That's what's oh. crazy. Dang. I didn't hey, have on no Hey, you gotta wear that seatbelt, brother. Right? I, mean, I learned click. now. I learned now. Sure, yeah. You know, I mean? yeah. You know, but it's, mm. yeah, man. I'm, I'm, we're blessed to be here, bro. We're blessed yeah. to he- be here. Yeah. Bro. Man, I, I wake up, I wake up every day, and every day's a blessing too, to just be alive, to just be alive, to be functioning, to be on this earth, to be able to see my kids, to be able to see my wife, and just be enjoy life with them. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be alive for a long time. I, I right. told the Lord, I look, look. Look, I don't told the Lord, people on the show know, you know, me in a relationship with the Lord. I be telling the Lord, like, Lord, I'm trying to live for a long time. Like, I don't know what plans you got, but I'm trying to be alive for a long time. Like, that's, that's good. I'm trying to see my grandkids, grandkids. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes. Thanks. But man, brother, we fully, bro. experience life fully. Like, there's so much I want to do. You know, I, my kids are, you know, pretty much grown. 
And they about to, well, I don't think they're going to get out the house, but, but they pretty much grown, which means so, me and the wife can go on, you know, to Cancun and go to overseas and they yeah, can go do what they need to do. So yeah. I'm looking forward to really living a wild and crazy life with, with the wife. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, so, you you deserve plans. it, bro. I don't know you your deserve plans, it. But... Right. <laughs> man. Yes. I think, I, I think we all deserve it, man. I think we all deserve to live our best life. And to to just really do the things that we really need to do. So, but man, brother, man, it's been a pleasure having this conversation with you, man. And man, oh my goodness, man, one, one of these bro. days we got to do this again. Um, yes, like indeed. I said, I, yeah, man. And this ain't gonna be the end because you know I'm, I'm gonna be hitting you up on Instagram like, hey, what's good, bro? How you doing man. today? Right? <laughs> like, like I don't make so many friends and relationships just by interviewing people, man. It's, it's been crazy. But yeah, man, keep it to us, bro. For yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Anytime. Yep. One day I'll come to Dallas and come and hang out with all y'all down there. Bro, and, pull up. Yep. Pull up, so. man. Hopefully when Earth to go back. When Earth is back <laughs> regular, man. Like, right. This is crazy right now. They need to hurry but, up. Especially they need to hurry up. Uh, they, they, <laughs> now they got it where you ain't even got to wear a mask, bro. I don't know. Oh, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah I, I read that. I read that. Y'all governor tripping. <laughs> yeah. Then gonna roll off in the wheelchair with the mask on afterwards. Like he wild, bro. He wild, <laughs> and I don't get it. But I'm like, I don't care what you do, but I know I'm gonna be masked up, <laughs> right? No mask off today, mask yeah, on. Man. But uh, but brother, it's it's been a pleasure, man. Tell people where they can find you and how they can connect with you. Cool, man. So on all social medias, it's Long Star Music. That's L O N E. S-T-A-R-R-M-E-Z-I-K. So, yeah, just follow me on all social media platforms under that. You know, you can find me anywhere and everywhere. Yeah, definitely. And get a chance. Make sure you check out the stuff he does on his YouTube. I mean, he's giving you some great production techniques and tips, and you get to see inside his process and what he's doing because he's screen sharing, right? He's screen sharing yeah. his, his DAW and showing you what he uses and how he uses and manipulate samples and all that, like I know, I watched, right? So, <laughs> thank you, man. But, thank you. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I, I subscribed. You know, what I'm saying I'm a subscriber. Hey, I appreciate it. Yeah, hey, hey, look, look. Trust me, bro. We all need as many subscribers as we can because yes, YouTube is, is a hard platform to grow. Oh Bruh. gosh, it's it is. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard. But uh, yeah, make sure y'all check that out as well. And so, brother, stick around for a moment while I close this out, and then we'll cool. we'll chat a couple minutes after you know before we before we dismiss. So, give me one yeah. moment. Let me close it out, ladies and gentlemen. Man, I hope you enjoyed the interview with my man Lone Star Music, and just really looking at his his you know his journey and the things that he's been through and all those gems that we've been dropping. Make sure you come back and you listen to this. Make sure you share this with other people as well. But as, as you all we know, you can always check us out every Monday and every Thursday. All of our live interviews that we do here on We Create Music TV at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you know, we have guests on from all walks of life in this music industry, music producers, artists, singers, songwriters, A&Rs, music executives, a ton of stuff, right? And so make sure you check us out. Make sure you subscribe to our channel that helps us to make this content available to music creators. Uh, make sure you hit the like bell, uh, the notification bell to get notified when we drop new content. Make sure you check out, out our masterclass series on our YouTube channel. Yeah, you hear this every every Monday and Thursday. So go check it out. Make sure to subscribe. I, I think I just mentioned that already, but 
Make sure to subscribe, right? It's hard. It's hard out here for a brother trying to grow the YouTube channel. <laughs> YouTube channel. But I appreciate everybody who tunes in. I love all of y'all. Greatly appreciate it. And once again, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on Monday. Peace.